Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen, because you're going to you be in for a wild ride. Welcome back and happy 2021 to all of our wonderful listeners. Thank you so much for joining us. We have missed you oh so much and we are so excited to be back. We got some bangers. We got some banger tech news. We got the banger games. You want it. You got it. We're here. Sit back, relax, enjoy. And it's a sad day because Oliver is not here. And because Oliver's not here, his voice sounds a little distant, a little strange. But don't worry, we'll be remedying that in subsequent podcasts. So thank you so much for sticking around, and we hope you enjoyed today's podcast. It says we're live. Let's check on the YouTube. Let's see if my CPU can handle looking at the YouTube stream. It says excellent condition. Oh, I see us. I'm at 58% utilization. I could probably navigate. <laughs> you could probably use a single Chrome tab. Yeah, when I'm playing even just on League, it's at 90% utilization. That's um, less than 100 is the important. Yeah, if I, I've had times where even Discord threw it over and I uh, started lagging because of the, I dropped like 16 FPS once while I was on Discord with it. Oh. It's it's what one may identify as not good. <laughs> um. Oh, there we go. Ooh. Oh, I, I heard I, me. I am blue. I am blue. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, that's okay. I should pull. I should pull up on my phone, then I can supplement a viewer. There you go. That's that's the key. But now we've given our secret away <laughs> to our great <laughs> success. <laughs> Oh man! Oh nice, and it says that we're only talking about Uncharted Four, which is don't call it a comeback, baby, because we going live right now. Actually, we is live. Come join us. God. Oh, are you posting that on IG? I'm trying. I. Oh, I got you. Oh. What was that bullshit? That one. (laughs) I forgot. I forgot what we were laughing so hard because of some stupid shit. (laughs) I think it was. You were like trying to talk really fast or something. I don't remember why, but we never know, baby. I don't have a chance for this. There's too many, too many, too many cooks. Well, since we are live, and I promised my mother, my mother said hi, Maxwell. Hello, Tammy. How are you? She, I guess, wants to be YouTube famous. So that's awesome. Anytime she wants to hop on, feel free. if she wants to be seen, she can, she can come on. We, we can we can feature the the Tammy. We could talk about like a uh, Galaga or Galactica. I'm not sure. I forgot which one exactly is her fave, but oh, that would be sweet. There's there's a lot of history with that game too. Um, going back to talking about that high score documentary, um, I think it's Galaga. Get Gal- whatever you. I think I think Galaga is the one where the. You just have the one ship, you navigate left and right, but there's not like the little house structures above you to block. So it's not the thing shifting down. It's like those spawn mobs, essentially. Or like okay. Um, and then Galactica is the one with the houses. I might be mixing that up for QC. So I, I, I believe it. <laughs> Galactica. Well, now it's just going to give me a Battlestar Galactica. And now it's giving me some remake of Galactica. Remake. 
Oh wait, I'm. Do I have it just straight up? Oh, Space Invaders is the one with. Oh, that's what I'm, I was thinking of. Yeah. Okay. So then what's the difference between Galactica versus Galaga, or is Galaga just a made-up game? <laughs> is it a made-up game? Oh, when I look up Galaga, it shows essentially the same picture as Galactica. Maybe it was just different platforms and they renamed it for some reason. Or it's a different pronunciation. After <laughs> gross, <laughs> different pronunciation, <laughs> but I respect it. Um. Oh wait. Oh, hold on. We're we're getting closer. I might be Space Invaders Galactica is the full name of the game. Oh. Okay, that would make more sense at least, but I'm still confused. So either way, we'll bring my mom, subject matter expert, onto the show. She will tell us everything we need to know. <laughs> we'll we'll get her YouTube famous before the end of the week. Um, you were you were asking about the the coffee. What coffee are you drinking? <clears throat> I'm drinking uh Verona. Uh, don't you mean Veranda? <laughs> That's an inside joke, but uh, it's it's Veranda. It's it's the the light roast. <laughs> That guy made me want to punch him in the face when he said that. Yeah. I know I've said that a million times, but that guy was just such a douchebag. I was so upset at that man. No, I mean yeah. what I said and I said what I meant. <laughs> they he, he li they literally sell it. Like why how how do you work there and not know the types of coffee you sell? Well, because the, the problem is is they were brewing both at the same time, right? Um but oh my gosh, the just he the the cheekiest fucking smile on that guy's face and i'm just like no like you didn't catch me off guard you didn't catch me mispronouncing <laughs> that's, what made, that's what made it so much worse if you just asked with like an innocent face then i wouldn't be so upset with that guy if i'm ever back in that area man he's gonna be Ooh. feeling bad <laughs> look out we got athlete boy over here he's gonna be ready <laughs> oliverstroathlenex.com right here uh yeah but yeah no i'm drinking i mean subscribe um but uh <laughs> but yeah just a, a keurig uh light roast yeah i got uh anonymous half calf i don't know where it's from or it's anonymous it or anything <laughs> yeah so it's officially the anonymous half calf because neither oh i thought like there was a coffee shop called anonymous oh no 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 it's uh, i don't know where it's sourced from or anything other than that it is 50 50 full cap decaf making it half calf I hope Clarissa's not watching because she's going to be upset that you don't know the origins. I know. <laughs> I can go find out, but I'll do that later. Okay. I'll, I'll post it. I'll post it. I'll just, I'll write it down and try to remember for next week, actually. That would okay. be my goal. <laughs> One thing. Um, but yeah. Tech news. tech news. Also, welcome back, everyone, to oh, the yeah, Mo Video Games cool. Podcast. New Year 2021. Yeah. I've received several sad texts or messages about um, how we have not posted. We apologize. That is literally 100% my fault, as I have moved halfway across the country and have been <laughs> slightly busy. But uh, we back. Obviously, I am not on my home setup. I am on a home setup, just not my, not yeah. my home setup. <laughs> um, yeah, so it feels good to be back. I'm, pit I'm pitting out right now for the show. so I'll I, I, I can't see, so... It, it looks like the camera's at the perfect angle that you can't see, but I could probably. Oh wait, no, it's not soaked the shirt yet. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll show. Yeah. I'll show Pitt later. I don't wanna. I don't wanna get anyone too too worked there, up. There's enough of a blue tinge too that like I I don't think we'll be able to tell. So it's all yeah. good. 
That's good. Um, it's definitely very warm in here. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> tech news, baby. Um, and man, like I said, I've got a lot. So because I've got a lot, let's start with anything you want to talk about because I feel like mine's going to go on forever. Well, I, I mean, we already talked about it a little bit, but I was watching uh, weed Does Tech Stuff, who is probably, at this point, probably my favorite tech tuber just because his videos are just reliably the most entertaining. They're I agree. They're not like mass manufactured like a, like a Linus or a Jays 2. Um, so, and he's definitely his, uh, what do you want to call it? His vocabulary is very, very choice, very entertaining. He definitely <laughs> loves just roasting things endlessly. Um, but he set up a system, and I didn't realize that, at least by default, uh, on i5 processors, you can only run 2666 megahertz clock speed, um, which is, if on a 10th gen i5, like, who who's buying a 2666 RAM? Unless you're, that's like, that's like me saying I'm going to buy DDR3 for my new system or something. I mean, I don't know. Honestly, really yeah. So, like, I, it, it's, it's, it's disgusting, honestly. But, um, yeah, so I don't, I don't know why he was running it on that. Maxwell was thinking that you could go into the, I'm assuming the BIOS and change some settings is what you were saying to get it yeah. faster, but yeah. I mean, that's typically what you have to do, but I don't know. I mean, to be fair, motherboards are different and what they're capable of and CPUs. So, and a lot of people, most people when they're building, well, I guess I don't know building, but a lot of people are just going to run stock settings. They're just going to boot it up and be good to go. So it is ridiculous that even stock would be that slow. Yeah, I have not gone into my BIOS at all to change anything, but I'm pretty sure I went into Task Manager and it said 3200 for my. Oh wait, did I buy 3600? Oh no. <laughs> 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 Maybe this is worse than I thought. Maybe I do have settings to change. Oh man. Okay. Well, when I'm home, I'll, I'll look it up. I don't know it. Like I said, I'm on my laptop, so this thing is not fast at all. I can tell you that much. Oh, that's funny. Um. But yeah, either way, I'm super surprised to hear that on a 10 Gen i5. Uh, it sounds like uh, by default, i9 or i7 and i9 will run the 2933, and uh, i3, i5 will run 2666, which is just, at this point, if you buy computers at any reasonable rate, that is incredibly slow. I understand yeah. if you're using like a machine from five years back, but then you're not running a 10 Gen i5 because it's, <laughs> right. so it's, it's like, new tech, yeah. Yeah, why the hell do you even like have that as a default? It's yeah, it seems really dumb, but it's whatever. Um, AMD has been obviously dom in the race for a while now, and not seeing that stopping anytime soon. So, <laughs> yeah, so, but we're like, six hundreds, like right? Now? Yeah, yeah, which works great. Feels feels beautiful to have a nice processor finally in my computer. Um, Video editing was literally atrocious on that 7 Gen i5. Oh, oh, no, we're running 3800 CPU. I thought you meant the RAM speed. RAM speed 3600. Wait, I got a 30, I thought I bought like a 36 or a 3700X. I bought a 3800X? Oh, no, you're right, 3700X. There we go, final answer. Okay, I was like, I definitely do not think I got, do they even make, I thought they only did like, I thought they did some dumb shit, like 36, 37, and then 39 hundo. No, there, there is a 38. The 38 is the same core um, count as the 37, but it's just a slightly higher clock speed um, okay, is the only difference. Um, and right now for the 50, for the 5000 series, it's a 56, 58, and 59. They have not released a 57 yet for I, the Okay, I see. 
Yeah, the 38 hundo um, on Newegg is showing at 510 right now. I think I got my 37 hundo for like, what, 275, somewhere in that range. Yeah, that's wow. that's super inflated, and I'm guessing just based on like availability because it's an older piece of tech now. Because yeah. I don't even think it costs that new. Yeah, because I was I was looking at the 36 hundo when I we probably already talked about this, but looking at the 36 hundo, right, um, or 56 hundo, I mean, and I was like the 37 hundo was 50 bucks cheaper and essentially same performance other than whatever new uh like generation features that would be missing out on which i guess could be huge i don't know but no it, it like you said the the multitasking is better on ours because we have more cores um but the gaming performance is like a little bit less because the the ipc instructions per clock is faster on the fifth gen so they it runs a little bit faster there but well, League of Legends still runs at 144 hertz, which is my monitor's refresh <laughs> rate. So I'm good. Like, uh, yeah, I haven't played. The only other game I played recently, I'm pretty sure, is uh, OG Dark Souls. And that is also incredibly old and runs incredibly well. So, uh, yeah. I have been playing through uh, the the new Paper Mario game, though. I know we're totally getting very tangented from tech news, but the new Paper Mario Hey, this Mario is game gaming. Is it's more video yeah. games. <laughs> um. My sister's going through it too. She finally caught up to where I'm at. The, the there's w way too much fighting. Like every time you run into a mob in the game, um, how they do it is they'll like it'll be five. You'll you're standing in the center of a bunch of rings, and then they'll spawn mobs, and they'll each stand in like a slot in one of the rings. So there's like pie slices for the rings, and they'll be in like one of the pie slices, one of the rings, and you okay. have to like either uh spin the rings around or shift the rings like across essentially to relocate all of the enemies um so you can hit them all with one move or like a, or like a couple moves if you have a couple moves okay. so it's like a puzzle game essentially um when you're fighting but the first probably like two hours of the game if you you, you used to be able to attack enemies before you got into the fight sequence and it was incredibly beneficial because there's only like two or three people you're fighting in the original Paper Mario games. But now there could be up to like 20 mobs essentially in there. Dang. So it's like, <laughs> and you only, hit, you only hit one when you get the jump on them. So it's like it doesn't help you literally at all. Um, so I thought I was going to have to fight every single mob for like the rest of eternity. Um, thankfully, they, they gave you some quality of life improvements a little bit into the game where you can kill mobs with your hammer. But Oh my gosh, so, so much fighting. It is, it is a little overwhelming for sure. <laughs> like, I kind of want to just get through the story right now. Like, I fought this Goomba 18 times now, and I don't need to kill him again. Um, but yeah, overall, pretty good game. The, 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 whole, the whole fighting in the arena style that they do is uh, it's very new. Never seen anything like it. Feels very fresh. Um, so I, I, I do like the, the idea a lot. Um, but yeah, so much fighting. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. Tangent complete. Tangent complete. Tech news. Um, that's all my tech news. <laughs> okay. Well, buckle up, ladies and gentlemen, because you're gonna you be in for play. a wild ride. Um, first one, the the one CES thing I've seen. Project Hazel. For people uh, who aren't familiar, like I think it's consumer, consumer electronic show. Okay. I could be very wrong, but I think I'm kind of close at least. Well, um, I don't care if it makes any difference. Yeah, it's a big electronics expo. Um, not not like E3. It's more dedicated to like 
consumer hardware so like computers tvs um uh, so like everyone's there like samsung asus like all of the manufacturers there's usually new tv tech monitor tech some video game things are released there but it's less about gaming and more about just like regular consumer tech um so like intel unveiled their 11th gen um processors and I haven't seen anything about it other than I saw a thumbnail from Jay's Two Cents that made it seem underwhelming. Um, so that's all I got. For <laughs> um, but the, the, the one thing I have seen is Project Hazel, which is a mask concept developed by Razer. Um, and it is badass. I want one so bad. I, I posted it to the my story on Maxilus Gaming on Instagram. Um, and it is like it's like it's so it's a full like almost like ski goggles, but for your mouth and nose. Um, and it's it's clear so you can like lip read. Um, and it amplifies your voice so that you can be better heard. It has rechargeable N95 respirators. Um, and then it also has RGB rings around the, the respirators in addition to inward facing. So you can at night, you can light up your mouth so your lips can be red. And it just, it looks badass. And then the case it comes in has UV lights built into it. So when you're recharging them and close the case, the oh, UV lights disinfect it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's absolutely wow, nuts. Is... <laughs> It looks, it look. I, I'm, I'm, I'm torn, but it looks. I would think it looks dumb. <laughs> I don't oh, know. I'm still torn on this. I guarantee I would be the dumbest person in the world if I bought it, if they even ever release it. But I would, I would, I would buy it. I would own it because I mean, it, although it looks dumb, it seems like it would work incredibly well. For um, sure. Yeah. So it that's yeah. very razor too. The styling of it is. One razor definitely has a look that they like to go for, and it is incredibly razor for sure. They are they are not subtle about their styling choices. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I mean, I'm I'm a fan of razor. I got a razor, razor mouse, razor keyboard. Is that the Death uh, the, yeah, the Death Adder Elite, baby. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, isn't the Elite normally on a better sale than the regular Death Adder? Yeah, yeah, this is definitely, and they have like a newer version now too than the one I have. Um, okay. Yeah, this is yeah, just regular. I think they have like a V2 now. Um, I think this is just V1. I see. Either but. way, Razer's good. Like they make good stuff. So I mean, I'd expect it to work and work reliably and last a pretty good long time. So yeah, so that's that's pretty hype. I, I was pretty hyped about it. it's literally just a concept. Um, so we'll see if it goes anywhere um, or if they have like a very limited run production or something like that. I would definitely try and get my hands on one. I think. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if they would, how much it would cost. I mean, that would be, if it's like $500, I would not be dropping $500 on that. But of course, yeah, yeah. If it's do like they, 100 to 150, I would consider. Do they, uh, do they help regulate your airflows to avoid the, a lot of people complain about how hot they get with the masks. So I feel like that would be like one of the first things they try to address, right? So are they, are they trying to push out more air or anything like that or? They they I talked mean. about it in their in like the the advertising commercial like announcement for it like talking about like helping cool air come in and hot air get out, but I have yeah. no idea how they're doing that. Um, yeah. So they they claim to have addressed it somehow, but that's it's like booga booga marketing language. So bless you. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> 
So Either way, yeah, that I don't is know. interesting. I definitely never thought about putting the smart into the mask for sure. Um, I just figured we'd all get our vaccine and call it a day, but uh, it is, I mean, I guess a lot of the, at least the, especially a lot of, to my understanding, the Eastern world, right, wears masks a lot more frequently and it's a lot more common and a norm in the culture. There's, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter who have said that they hope that the states change in that regard too. I mean, they want to be able to wear masks and they want to normalize, like if you're sick, you should be wearing a mask if you go out um, and stuff like that to help avoid contamination in any way that you can, so yeah i don't know i mean the fact that there's a bunch of you know covid non-believers and anti-maskers makes me think it's not going to change but but maybe it will in major cities or something like that and you know slightly more uh believing areas yeah i mean me personally for the foreseeable future covid or not i'll probably continue to wear it because it, it i've gotten so used to it now at this point that it's like for sure. might as well and especially in the winter who keeping my face warm you don't need a scarf you just get the mask (laughs) yeah it it is very nice to just you're so warm it helps so i would not have thought it helps as much as it does but it it do help and i do enjoy so yeah you you need to get like the the sheep wool mask just get like full on like face in a blanket where it's hard to breathe but you're warm that's 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 true that's true i'll i'll look like the guys that are doing the blindfolded super mario 64 speed run i'll do the full pillow strapped to the face <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah that don't even get me started i i am so triggered i i i don't know why but probably because i looked it up but i see so many news articles about blind mario 64 speedruns now and i'm so triggered because of that guy that like clearly cheated um yeah i don't I just, remember yeah. who made the video but there's a video on youtube of a guy covering uh essentially a speed run that he thought was a cheat and was <laughs> very hard to convince otherwise that it would not be a cheat like uh it definitely seemed like it just watching it um so that was it was good to watch if you want to watch it and then actually cheese uh probably the most famous super mario 64 speedrunner uh actually did like a reaction to that video as well um which is oh, pretty okay. interesting he doesn't do blindfolded but he has done any percent enough um like a lot of people who do any percents or like 100 percents or like speedrun it regularly They'll be like, I mean, I don't even know if I could get a single star blindfolded if I haven't run it reliably. And the, the guy who cheated, I guess it's supposed to be up to your decision. Um, <laughs> uh, he that was his third time running it, and some of the some of the stuff he was doing. I mean, I know people can get really good at the game, but his mechanics were. I mean, his mechanics weren't bad. He could do some really good and really clean maneuvers on it. Um, Especially for blindfolded, I mean, that was just insane. So <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah, the video pointed out a lot of times where it's like he's like readjusting in a way that you would never be able. There's no audio cues to yeah, to yeah, let yeah. you know that you need to move. That you could only do it with sight. But yeah, because when you're tur- when you're turning, I'm pretty sure I, I'm pretty sure Mario's cadence is the same. If you're running full velocity or whatever, I think Mario's cadence is the same whether or not he's turning. So you can't just be like. You can't even tell like how much you're turning, right? I mean, you can kind of, I guess, tell from like the stick, but you still don't know where you are in space. So it's like, you can't just start turning around randomly. You have to find a landmark that you think that you know what landmark you're on and then try to work off of that since you're blindfolded. But yeah, either way, the mask is cool. Yeah, mask is cool. Um, These next couple are a little bit faster than that. That that, that was a cool one. Bethesda announced they are creating an Indiana Jones game. 
Oh, I do not know how I feel about that. It could be hype. Could be hype. Could be hype. It, yeah, it could be. It may not be. Um, but I think Todd Howard, um, like one of the the head people at Bethesda, like executive producer for Elder Scrolls and all that kind of stuff, I think is also going to be an executive producer for the Indiana Jones game. Um, okay. So, I mean, granted, I think he was responsible for Fallout 76, so it's not like he has a 100% batting record, but, um, it, I mean, it could, could, could be exciting. Um, and now that Bethesda's partnered with Xbox um, and Microsoft, I think it, that bodes a little bit better because I think Microsoft yeah. has a pretty good track record um, with that kind of stuff. So them partnering together, I think, should be pretty, pretty cool. So I'm pretty hyped. I, I'm hyped for that. I, I'm not, like, a huge Indiana Jones fan, but uh, it's... I mean, I can't think of a like any AAA Indiana Jones game that's ever existed. Um, so that's pretty hype. That's just a male shadow of the Tomb Raider, though. Like, aren't they both Tomb Raiders, effectively? Well, yeah, but I mean, Indiana Jones came way before Tomb Raider. Well, sure, but I'm saying we already have a female Tomb Raider in a video game series. Like, I don't know what making it male. But is does Lara Croft have a whip? That is she true. don't. Indiana she don't. Jones got the whoop. And she doesn't know how to use one. There's no way that we could introduce that into the series where she learns how to use a whip. That would be impossible. Yeah, she's a master in guerrilla warfare, but cannot crack a whip to save her life. <laughs> if it was, uh, if they somehow did, this is totally just spitballing, but if they did like a dynamic open world like Skyrim, but then somehow got like a randomly generated tombs or something that you could explore with like different traps, it could be pretty dope. Uh, I definitely could see it being pretty fly. But if it's like a, if it's similar to Shadow, I'm, aren't most Shadow of the Tomb Raiders just like a linear story, right? I haven't played any of them. Um, yeah, they, they take place in like an open world. It's uh, there's like little hubs, but it's all usually on like the same island or area, and you can kind of backtrack to some of the other locations. It's definitely not full open world, and there's definitely yeah. like a driving force, but there are like side missions and stuff, and like optional tombs. So there's there's a little bit of that in it. Sure. Yeah, because that's yeah. If it, it yeah, if they do the open world, it'd be cool. But if it's if it's linear, like Shadow of the Tomb Raider, or like linear-ish, I guess, however you want to view it, um, I don't know how I don't know what they'd do to change it enough for me to be like, oh damn, that's hype. Yeah, that that's fair. I I guess I didn't. It's a good point that it is basically Tomb Raider. Um, so we'll see. I guess it'll be interesting to see who they bring in as like the actors and the writers and the the story. I, I think the story has to be compelling at that point if it's going to be kind of the same genre as Tomb Raider. Um, yeah. And see where it goes from there. So, but yeah, to your point, if if they do open world, that would be pretty crazy. Um, speaking of my next tech news, it's game news essentially. EA no longer has exclusive rights to the Star Wars franchise for video games. Heard and, that. That I'm very happy. And Ubisoft has announced that they are making an open world um or publishing an open world uh Star Wars game. That that oh, just started development. Good. It's developed by like Massive Entertainment or something like that. I didn't look up what other games okay. they've developed. Yeah. Um but published by Ubisoft. Um Yeah, so open world Star Wars. And it's not EA. So even though Ubisoft has its own share of issues. Um, I think it's a market improvement over EA. Yeah, Massive looks like they did uh, Far Cry 3, um, mm. Assassin's Creed Revelations, a bunch of Tom Clancy, The Division games. Uh, Far Cry 3, second best Far Cry game. <laughs> All right, bro, come on. 
<laughs> it's 2021. Um, that's really hype. That that could be super dope. The two big things. Well, I guess I've always wanted a big open world like space uh, fighting simulator or space simulator in general, which Star Wars is like the perfect universe to do it on. Not that I think that they're gonna do it in outer space. I'm guessing it's gonna be like on a Jedi on the ground. Um, right it it would be like a quasi no man's sky like not like the procedural generation but if you could like fly from planet to planet and they had like a few yeah no if they if they essentially just rebooted uh coder up into the modern and made it more open world that would be insane like people will go people will go crazy for that for sure so yeah that, that it is really hype and also i mean like ea's kind of just been doing too well lately so might be yeah. better just to have someone else take take the take the candle from them um but yeah so, so that's that's pretty exciting so two big game announcement things and then the third and last thing or i guess fourth thing on my list of tech news is regarding google stadia um so if anyone watches my youtube channel regularly um i, I keep talking and hinting that i'm gonna do a video on cloud gaming <laughs> Um, I've been hinting for like two or three months now. Um, and I still haven't. And I, I will, when I finally make the video, will explain why it's taken me so long, but Google stated, so Hitman three is coming out and I think it's next week, maybe, um, on all consoles. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of hype. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and when you buy Hitman three, you get hitman 2 and hitman 1 like so they add all of like the visual upgrades um and like game engine upgrades to the previous games and you get them all bundled together and they did something super impressive um they got the entire install size so it was for like hitman 2 and hitman 1 was like a hundred and some gigs I, i don't remember and now for all three of them together is like 80 gigs okay much more reasonable yeah for for all three games which is just nuts that's that's really good yeah um i i read the article where they kind of discussed like how they were able to do it and i don't remember exactly um what what they did but it's something to do with game streaming i think which is kind of how like new generation stuff with ssds is going um Mm. just being smarter with assets and everything but yeah that's that's tight that actually might be one that maybe we uh we both play through and then do uh do a super episode like the god of war and last of us part two yeah definitely be interested in going through it yeah i I, it's probably a game i'll get pretty close-ish to launch um uh but but the the big news so with google stadia if you buy it on google stadia i'm not going to um because i'll explain in my cloud gaming video just not ready to jump into that that realm yet but they've done something pretty cool and you can with a url share with other stadia users that have hitman 3 a particular save state of the game um so if there's like an area that you you got yourself into an interesting predicament and you're trying to solve it you can send that save to anyone or like if you're a content creator and you can share it with all your followers and be like see if you can beat this quicker than i did or see if you have a different way of like beating this particular situation um and sharing save states which that is just a cool concept in general and one of the things i will highlight in my cloud gaming video one of the cool benefits that that has potential um when it comes out yeah spoiler alert cloud gaming i think is the future um but i just don't think we're in that future yet 
I, I don't think we're there yet. Run League of Legends on a virtual machine in the first place. <laughs> there is no way. There is no way. My latency is too bad. I mean, if you have if you have a bomb ass internet connection, but it's not like we're gonna get like like rural areas and stuff like that, or like smaller cities. It's not like I'm not, I'm not gonna get like fiber in the middle of nowhere, Montana, you know, or anything like that. Like, there's plenty of places that are still gonna require dedicated hardware. And, and that that's the part of like why I say we're not there yet. Um, but they do have impressive performance on lower internet quality as well. It it, it is surprising how good it gets. Um, yeah. But but yeah, that that's that's kind of the big thing that's holding a lot of people back is like having actual good low latency internet. But yeah, if if I was playing like just uh, Uncharted Four, since since we'll talk about it later. <laughs> Perfect example. If I, was, if I was playing Uncharted 4, I'd be totally fine with it. But if I get any latency on uh, like League or anything, I mean, it just it feels so horrible. Like I got to uh, 144 milliseconds latency, and like, sure, it's only what a little less or a little more than a tenth of a second latency, but it's like it feels so sluggish. I'm used to everything responding so quickly. Um, so, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe I should spin up a little. Go on AWS, spin up EC2, install League of Legends real fast, and see how it runs on there, and see how bad it is. Maybe that's maybe that's how I should do it. Yeah, I mean, you can. It, Stadia yeah, has a free tier, um, and also uh, one you can do is NVIDIA GeForce Now. Um, you can try that. They they also have a free tier. It's limited to like forty minutes of gameplay or something like that, um, and you don't have you're not like priority to get in line for um the hardware um but th there's a couple of the cloud gaming that have free tiers that you can try out and nvidia geforce you're playing games that you already own um so you don't have to buy anything to like play on that and google stadia has some free games i don't know how many of them are available in the free tier um but yeah that's my little plug for cloud gaming right there but if if there was a way that you could have like essentially keys tied to your name or something so i would have like a skyrim key and a uncharted key or something like that and then i could take that and then like i would much rather like own the game myself and then pay a subscription fee or something to use a specific cloud provider or something like that where i don't have to worry about oh i'm on stadia i bought this game but now i want to try luna or whatever amazon's is um and then i you know have to buy the game again if i want to play it or have to go back to the old platform if i want to play it there um that's to me what is a huge disincentive and a huge turnoff yeah, and that's that's a big problem with the music industry, the movie industry, and video games is copyright and who owns it. Um, we're only paying for licenses for these games. Even if you own a physical copy, that's only a license. You yeah. don't own the game. The company owns the game, and that's what keeps us from having any power to do anything like that, which there's arguments to be made on both sides, and we don't have to get into it today. Maybe we can make a separate video talking about copyright and how all that crap goes. But yeah, 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 yeah. You, we don't own anything, and that's that's the the sad Nothing. reality. Yeah, this mug ain't real. I don't own it. This phone, <laughs> woo! <laughs> Goodbye. I should that, that was a bad joke to crack. <laughs> but yeah, it's ridiculous. But that's tech news. That's that's all I got. That's I. I'm excited about Hitman Three. Yeah, I'll definitely be looking into that. I didn't know that was coming out so soon. Wouldn't mind trying to play another semi-modern title sometime. Trying to get back into the solo player grind since you love making fun of me for not doing it. So. Yeah, I mean, I still haven't played Hollow Knight, so you still got that on me. <laughs> I 
Hey, you have played it, right? You just That's got true. Yeah. <laughs> the key, one of the main mechanics of the game was so frustrating that you're like, this game's unplayable. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I'm, I'm a wuss. I'm a wuss when it comes to gaming. I, speaking of Uncharted 4, I, when I started my playthrough of it recently, I, I think I told you this, but I, I started on like one of the hardest difficulties because I was like, I'm going to try and like get another trophy, go through it, have some additional challenge this time through. And there was one particular part where I kept dying, not because of, it didn't feel like my skill was causing me to die. I felt like the game was like not perfect in causing me to die. And I got sure, so frustrated yeah. that I put it down to the easiest difficulty. Um, and it's honestly, it's pretty fun. I feel like a god. Like, I feel, like, incredible. Like, I, it gives me confidence. I do a lot more of, like, the swinging and moving around the battlefield um, than I would have, so. That's a big that thing I don't there. like about, uh, yeah, games like that that have all of those, like, fun things that you can do. And it's like, well, you can't do those if you're on the hardest difficulty because you're going to do it. You'll get shot once, and you'll either be almost dead or dead. <laughs> yeah. like, you, you essentially just have to play it like a cover shooter at that point if you're going to play on hardest difficulty, which really just, yeah, it reduces um, a lot of the scope of the game and simplifies a lot of the combat into a lot more like linear, right? Where's the cover? Where are the enemies? Where do I have to sit in the cover? So, yeah. My first time advocating for an easier difficulty. <laughs> but there it is. <laughs> Yes, we've transformed you. <laughs> um, all right, you want to talk about your games? I suppose. I mean, I do. It's stick bold, baby. We've been here before. We all know how I feel, and I am. Who's it going against? Sorry, I probably should have read the title of the stream. <laughs> how dare you? It's going against Pokemon Crystal. Oh yeah, I remember. Okay, yeah, I remember now. Um. Well, we've already talked about. Is, have we not talked about Pokemon Crystal? I thought we already talked about a Pokemon for you. Uh, I I don't believe so. It's just spicy, spicier than I was expecting. Yeah. Um. Now, spoiler alert: I didn't have a chance to do full research on Pokemon. Um. But I have been playing it recently, so I do. I remember things, but I won't have my usual like development insight into the game yeah. that, that <laughs> I do, which I know is why you all come to the stream. Um so that they i can read a wikipedia page to you <laughs> um but yeah so stick bold real quick wikipedia summary <laughs> um released on april fool's day 2016 haha uh -huh. <laughs> shout out um to game swing formerly rain bros studios um yep it's a it's a dodgeball game dodgeball game <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh so it was it was created during nordic game jam which game jams are essentially like very condensed development cycles where people get together a bunch of developers try to create something quick from scratch um and they it was back in 2013 when they did it and they they created this and they won the most fun award and they got like third place overall and so that kind of gave them the the confidence and the inspiration to continue with the development of the game um and it comes back to what I say all the time, like games, I love indie co-op games. There aren't enough like couch co-op games, games you can play with friends, especially that are fun to just sit down and you don't have to get like super invested in the story um, or like remember what's going on. And Stickbold yeah. is goofy. It's fun. Um, the mechanics are surprisingly really tight. Um, yeah, for sure. Which is, I, I think, probably the most important thing um, to, to get right. And uh, 
yeah, it's just stick bold. It, it, you can listen to our previous episode on it, but I, I am passionate about it. Stick bold. I, I think they did a phenomenal job and they're coming out with, uh, shoot. I can't remember what the name of their like follow-up that's coming out soon is revenge of the ball <laughs> that would be a good name for it but it's oh it's oddballers um, yeah, yeah, yeah. is what it's called and uh a similar style but there is it's it's a little bit of an oddball you know oh yeah. um i don't think it's out yet but i signed up to be hopefully invited to like the beta testing um for it i think um so we'll see but i'm excited for that um yeah that that's stick bold you, you you've you've heard it you've seen it yeah if you're looking for a fun couch co-op though it is it is I cannot drive it home enough it is it is a very fun game just to sit um nice little ice cold beer next to you some friends <laughs> throwing dodgeballs at santa claus <laughs> and the 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 saddest thing is we still have that elusive trophy to to we haven't gotten the platinum okay the game is it is not impossibly difficult on the hardest difficulty but uh you do it's not really spoiling anything you do take a trip to the underworlds of hell um (laughs) and the bosses there are very frustrating on the hardest difficulty there is minimal room for error as you would expect in a hard difficulty right that's the whole point of it being hard but we tried so many times man we had to we had to have tried at least two dozen times um going through yeah uh, and i don't even i don't even remember we i felt like we never even got that close like we might have gotten like two-thirds of the way through or something like that but yeah the problem is that that particular level has at least one boss buff like in the middle of it um if not two we, we get through at least one of them so so we get through before like the boss like buffs up and gets to his second phase um it it felt like we were kind of close, but there's one point where he just starts like swarming little skeletons and fireballs, and he's like, it's yeah, it is. You, it demands perfection, and we are not perfect. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> but yeah, that that hurt. Um, but yeah, that that's the one thing it will probably haunt me forever. Um, but but next time you visit, or if I come out there, maybe I'll bring my PS4. <laughs> we will. We will get it complete every time we're together until until we get that platinum trophy. You could just bring your hard drive, right? There's no reason to bring the full. Or the, it, oh, it's yeah, it's coded to the yeah, yeah motherboard and shit. Yep. Yep. I love proprietary equipment. Oh, actually, though, if I yeah, if if I sign that? in, um, and I think we could like download the game to my profile. And then get the save state. So we might might be able to. Yeah. Those if PS4s if you still have those PS4s, <laughs> they are still fifty percent broken, fifty percent working, and sitting in I think a basement right now. So Hell probably yeah. should know where they are, but that's okay. Ah, <laughs> I'll find them someday. <laughs> um, but yeah, so stick ball, and then so Pokemon Crystal, game number that's dose. Yeah, so this was my first Pokemon game. So this was back. So let, let me let me go through some of the the important things here. So it was released in North America in July of two thousand one. Um, oh, developed by Game Freak, as most of the Pokemon games were at the time, and published by, you won't believe this, Nintendo. Um, 
for the Game Boy Color. Um, and, and the big thing about Pokemon Crystal, so there was Pokemon, like the first gen had uh, blue and red in North America, and then they released yellow, which had Pikachu, and that was like a big deal, and Pikachu followed you around, that was really cool. And then there was like the second gen, which was Pokemon Gold and Silver, and then Crystal was kind of the special version. And what made Crystal version special was the sprites of the Pokemon, like when you get into battle, they actually moved. Um, and oh, that it, is pretty cool. It, it was the first game to do it. And, but I mean, it moving is like generous. They were like, Very, yeah. <laughs> like they spent like two seconds, like animating them to like move for like two seconds. But it was like, it was a big deal. It was like, Oh my gosh. Um, pretty crazy. So th that was the biggest thing I remember about crystal version. Um, being kind of separating itself and obviously so like the gold version had ho-oh the legendary bird um the silver version had the other legendary bird which i cannot remember the name of is like lugia or luigia lugia i'll see if i can find it out while you're talking about it. i'm 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 letting all my pokemon fans down it's it's something close to that it's like i'm not a, i'm not a big pokemon buff so i'm not the guy to talk to but uh th this one oh, had yeah, lugia. lugia lugia okay yeah and then well, so crystal lugia, version oh, oh, which you just talked about but then there's the the dogs right or whatever you want to call them yeah the three legendary but, dogs so raikou is the electric dog entei is the flame boy and then suicune is ice boy um and or girl i don't remember um it might be kind of rng in the game if you get like a female or male but i think i think all of the legendary dogs are the same gender i i don't remember but uh, sweet coon is like the is like the main title um like game cover and you can actually catch sweet coon in the game which in the other two games you cannot catch sweet coon i believe or at least you don't have an, a main encounter where you could catch sweet coon um, the other the other games you would potentially catch Ho Oh or you would catch Lugia. So they each game has its own like individual. Well, it looks like you can catch, you can but catch, you can catch both uh, between silver and gold. At least you can catch both Lugia and Ho Oh, but one of them is level forty, one of them is level seventy, based on which version you have. Oh, okay, if that I'm sounds right. This article correctly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the like the point in the game at which you like encounter them. Yeah. Um, Okay, that's interesting. Um, and then obviously we got Shigeru Miyamoto, um, the the big Nintendo guy, uh, being a producer on the game. So that's always pretty hype. Um, no Koji Kondo for the composer credits though. So that's a terrible soundtrack. A terrible soundtrack. J.K. Pokemon is a legendary soundtrack. Always will be. Um, for sure. But yeah, for, for me, this was back like all the neighborhood kids had Pokemon and my, my mom wasn't like super into me being into Pokemon and wasn't super supportive of me doing any of that stuff. So I think I ended up saving up my own like allowance money or something to that effect to eventually get it. Um, and it was like all of the neighborhood kids would be outside playing on our games, like just sitting next to each other outside, getting getting fresh air, um, playing Pokemon games, but we'd be trading with each other, battling with each other. It was back when that was a thing. You had like the cable to connect yeah, yeah, yeah. your Game Boys and stuff, and that's actually pretty dope. Yeah, it it was it was it was a fun time. I put lots of hours in. I also I don't know if Gold or Silver did this, but Crystal version you could be a female protagonist, um, 
and so i i was a female protagonist um in, in my first playthrough i was like dang that's actually pretty cool um i think my name was like amanda um it's like the most like just normal name um but i mean they give you like a bunch of like pre-baked names you could choose from and i think i just chose one of those um but yeah i i got pretty far in the game and i had like uh aerodactyl which is like a like a prehistoric um bird and stuff and i all these like really cool pokemon leveled up really high and me dumb dumb little kid didn't know what i was doing i thought you could have multiple save states in a game so i started a new game um to get a second save state and erased my entire oh, all of my man, progress dude. i know never made that mistake again um so that was that was that was a sad day so word to everyone out there at least in like the older pokemon games i don't know what to do in the newer pokemon games i don't have like the switch pokemon games or anything like that um but be be wary of the safe states and also be wary of the battery inside the the game cartridge if you pick one up used make sure that the previous owner replaced the the battery that's actually in the game cartridge or do it yourself before you start playing because that's what it has like a volatile flash memory i don't know why um so if that battery dies everything that's all your save content just wiped away Um, oh yeah i think that's just where the tech was at the time (laughs) i i guess yeah yeah uh it's not too hard to change. You just have to have the Nintendo has their own proprietary screws. The only thing, so you'd have to get their proprietary screwdriver. Um, or well, it's not a proprietary screwdriver, but it is a screwdriver in the form of the proprietary <laughs> screw, or however you want to fucking call it. Um, but yeah, once you have that, uh, I thought some of them you might need a. At least when I was watching someone change them, sometimes they were using a soldering iron, but I don't know if it was because the actual battery holder was messed up or if it's just faster to change the whole. Um, because I'm, I'm assuming it's right battery holder and a battery, but I, I've seen them use a soldering iron as well to change up batteries. Not sure the reason on it, but yeah, just some hindsight or yeah. not hindsight, information. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you're picking up an older game, make sure that the battery's been changed recently or change it yourself. Find someone to do it. You can usually find someone willing to do it for like ten bucks or something like or that. Or just emulate it on your smartphone. At least also true. Version. Yeah. Yeah, you can definitely do it. I, I've I've emulated first gen on my smartphone, and it is. I mean, the control scheme is so simple. It, it is not an inconvenience to play it on your smartphone. So enough plugs. <laughs> <laughs> but that's Pokemon. I I won't. the The, the plot is is typical for Pokemon. Um, you're essentially you're trying to catch them all and be like the pokemon leader like you're, you're catching all these pokemon you're battling other trainers that have pokemon leveling up your pokemon and trying to to be the best and then ultimately catch all the pokemon is just kind of like the driving factor of every game and there's like team rocket which is kind of like the the mafia in the game that you're like going against that that's like a, a driving force you're trying to beat at times there's a little bit of story in there but that's that's ultimately what the game is it's a lot of turn-based combat is the main gameplay loop and going from town to town um each town has their own like the gym has their own specialty right so you gotta yeah. find like the right pokemon to counter the gym type so there's a lot of uh there's also a lot of like a i forgot exactly how you do it but there's a lot of like stat manipulation that you can do i don't know if you ever got into that but a bunch of my friends got into stat manipulation with their pokemon so like depending on like oh. how you catch it or something like that or like when you i, I forgot exactly what it was but essentially every time you catch a pokemon it's you know 
their stats are, are in Jesus to a degree and their genders are in Jesus to a degree, but there's some way that you can either manipulate it or something. So it's like, you can get the most pent Pokemon possible. Uh, and people will spend an insane amount of fucking time trying to make sure that they have the most pent Pokemon possible, which to me seems really unnecessary, but if you really love Pokemanes, then I mean, go for it. Yeah, that that's a good point. Because uh, once time of day is introduced, like, yeah, the time of day you catch certain Pokemon and some of them are only available a certain time of day, but that can affect it. There's new types of Pokeballs, I think, that were introduced um, yeah. in, in second gen. And those sometimes make it easier to catch certain Pokemon and can also stat buff um, certain things. And then there's also like little elixirs and stuff you can give to the Pokemon to increase, um, to do like permanent increase to stat buffs. But those are pretty rare to come by. But yeah. Yeah. It's uh, there's a, there's a lot of minutia. It, it can be as simple or as complex as you want it to be. For sure. Yeah. Pokemon <sighs> classic though. I don't even think I have a Pokemon on my list. So I'm glad you put one. Probably shouldn't just throw it under the bus that hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm trying to think now though, what I think will win. Ooh, I had not thought about that either. Yeah, because Pokemon I have put both with Crystal version. Um, I had I got Fire Red version um, later, which was like a a remaster of Red version for the Game Boy Advance with like newer pokemon from the the new gens and then i got heart gold which was a remaster of gold version for mm. the ds um and stuff and I've, I've put hundreds and hundreds of hours into pokemon games but it's stick bold bro one of your faves oh god i didn't expect this to be as i i didn't anticipate how hard this would be I feel like you've only really like uh, fleshed out, or however you want to call it, your full love for Stickbold throughout the process of this podcast too. So I think if this was pre-podcast, I don't think it would have been the same. But the more you research about it, the more I think you fall in love with the game and the dev and the series and everything. So it's very true. <laughs> oh crap! Hold on, I'm I'm gonna cheat a little bit. I'm gonna look at what the next matchup would be, and and see. We would never manipulate our choices to make the bracket more interesting. We also do not condone emulation before some some dumbass lawsuit comes at me for saying that. Um. Oh. 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 Do, do you want do you, do you want me to go through my games and then you can think about it? Yeah, I'll, I'll keep thinking. So stay I'll tuned to the end break. of the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> um. Okay. So for my game is. Essentially game, though, with how we've been formatting it lately. Got Gears of War Dose and Uncharted 4, A Thief Sense. Gears of War, I'll just go over real quick. Uh, developed by Epic Games, published Microsoft Games. Uh, made on the Unreal Engine 3, which I enjoy when I actually know what engine they're using, and I can't always find out that information. And Unreal Engine is very popular, so... <laughs> Created by Epic Games. That is true. Um, uh I played it on the Xbox 360, the only place that it was released, to my knowledge. I mean, I guess maybe there's backwards compatibility, but on some newer consoles. Uh, released November 7, 2008. It's a third-person shooter and got a 93 out of a hundo on Metacritic. So I know, it's a spicy one. Was honestly really surprised to see that it received a 93 out of 100, but I think, uh, man, if you want to play a late 2000s game, Gears of War 2 would be like the classic. Like even, <laughs> even my brother was talking about it. You're a dude in a full suit of armor just running around aimlessly shooting like oddly shaped aliens or something like that. Like uh, 
Halo, Dead Space, Gears of War, like that's just that was the platform. You don't want to kill people because it's bad. So you just you turn them into aliens because if it's not a human, it's good to kill. Um, <laughs> that's that's a, that's the lesson learned. So uh, I thought they spent a lot more time and emphasis in the story on Gears of War Two, which is why I picked it over Gears of War One. And honestly, have I might I think I played Gears of War Three, but I definitely have not played anything since then. So I've been meaning to go back to the series. Um, but yeah, just graphical improvements over the first one and story improvements are, in, me, in my opinion, highlights. I also played a lot of, this was the first game I played online multiplayer on. And I thought I was really good. I mean, it was probably me just being young and like not remembering correctly. Um, but I would just use the torque bow, which is essentially like a, it's a bow and arrow with a sticky grenade that it shoots. Oh, and okay. I just play yeah. that multiplayer, and I swear, is like unless you hit them in the toes, it was a one-shot kill. So I would just like <laughs> essentially like try to the equivalent of like quick quick scoping with a bow, um, people with the torque, and uh, yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. Spent a lot of time on it. Really enjoyed the series, and I just I enjoyed dark. It's dark color palette. It's a meme, but I enjoy it. So who cares? <laughs> um, Uncharted Four though, developed by Naughty Dog published by Sony Computer Entertainment, might have heard of them, might have not, directed by the drug daddy, um, Amber Straley, uh, on the PS4, May 10, 2016. Also received 93 out of 100, so we don't know who's going to win yet. Because I only <laughs> based it off of Metacritic. Well, I didn't even look at Metacritic for Pokemon. I probably should. Um, so essentially, I mean, the plot, I don't want to get too much into the plot, though the plot is the reason that, for me, the game is spicy, spicy, bang, bangs um but it starts out with uh nate and sam hunting for treasure uh nate has been the main character for all the three preceding uncharted games uh and the novel i didn't know i didn't i didn't know there was a novel i don't know if you knew that but there is an uncharted book that you can read it doesn't surprise me (laughs) but i did not know but i was like why the hell do they do this i'm so tired of all these like just keep it in the game man you don't need to make all these adaptations (laughs) to make money um but yeah, so first time I think in the series that they introduced the brother Sam, right? Um, and so they are trying to get the treasure of this pirate, Henry Avery. They get some help from this guy, Raph, um, who are like going to this Panamanian jail to see one of Avery's old cellmates. And then they find this uh, St. Dismas idol, which is like a great clue. And so then the prison guy is like, bro, give me some treasure. Um, and they're like, what so rap kills the dude <laughs> and then they all trying to escape and so rap and drake uh or sorry they're both drakes <laughs> rap and nate escape and sam is shot uh, and killed and then fast forward throughout the years nate is now a retired treasure hunter haha because it's an uncharted game so you already know that's not true what else are you <laughs> going to do in an uncharted game other than hunt treasure but they lied to us and said that he retired for treasure hunting uh and then sam shows up out of nowhere surprise surprise he didn't actually die um just served some time in prison after being shot a lot (laughs) um and he's like we got to get the treasure so nate lies to his wife great move always always great to lie to your wife if i've heard anything recommended more that's the (laughs) one um so nate's a big dum-dum lies to his wife leaves with sam and they go hunt for treasure so it, it essentially it's mostly following i mean it is another treasure hunter simulator just like every other uncharted but the fact that they do so much more with the story, um, and obviously it's heavily focused on Nate and Sam's relationship, also going back through their childhood, which is really cool to see. So you get a lot more like 
you know, history information on Nate, as well as Sam, who essentially have never seen or heard of before, as well as a lot of info on the relationship. And you could watch it develop throughout the game, thinking that Sam was dead. How is Nate reacting to that and all that stuff? As well as, obviously, um, Elena is, I'll spoil it, Elena finds out and is pissed. <laughs> and so you get that whole um, side too. So uh, just a, it's, it's a lot of interpersonal development, which I think the pr- previous three games did not do very well. And even though it is another treasure hunter simulator, they finally broke that fucking mold between one through three, which I love one through three. Don't get me wrong. They're, they're fun to play, but oh my God, they're just like, find a different treasure, go down. The city's going to collapse as you're escaping. And that's the game. No treasure was acquired um, like every single time. So uh, definitely really appreciated how much it changed the, the mold there. And also, I mean, when the game came out, that was by far the most beautiful game that I had ever seen at the, at the time. Like when it came out, the visuals were literally fucking insane for the, for the time. So definitely something that on um, a PS4. Yeah. And they still look really good. Um, so it's not like they, they aren't aging well. Um, but yeah, it's definitely impressive time or game for the time. And was, I think a really phenomenal addition to the series getting rid of that. Yeah. Go and go into old city. City collapses. No treasure acquired. Uh, Spoiler alert! Yeah, literally spoil three great games in like two sentences. (laughs) Um. So yeah, no, I I like it a lot. The fact that it has like a brotherly emphasis hits hits a soft spot for me. Apparently, I'm a sucker for that shit. So, um, so yeah. So I guess I'll I'll just leave it at that because I don't want to spoil anything because the story gets it gets spicy. It gets emotional. There's some tension. There's some there's some heat. Uh, everyone's crying, everyone's laughing, all of those things. So, yeah, non surprisingly for Maxwell for sure, Uncharted Four has taken the WW. Um, I'll say that easy enough. <laughs> um, though Gears of War Two is a great game, I do not want to uh, undersell that. But yeah, I'm, I, I'm doing a playthrough of Uncharted Four right now, and I just hit one of the big big moments in the game. I won't say what moment it is, and it's only one of them. But I, I'm, I'm hitting the spicy, the spicy times right now. You were getting close to where it starts really picking up the heat, because uh, yeah, there's like one big blow up scene essentially in my eyes, and the heat kind of remains on the pedal for the rest of the game too. Like it, uh, the tempo of the game was actually really good. It was not, there was not too many like boring lull parts of the game that I was like, oh, this is just added this filler. So, so yeah. Hype that you're at the spicy parts. This is this is where the game's made, baby. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm trying. I'm gonna try and cruise through this one as quickly as possible, and then God of War, um, okay. as well. Like not not try to like not savor the moment, but like I, I want to get fresh, up to date takes on these games because I they're they're gonna be advancing. So yeah, are you gonna finally fight the Valkyries? We'll see. <laughs> I might run out of time by then. You know, I'm a busy man. I don't got time for that. The first Valkyrie that you run into, because of course we got to talk about God of War. Um, the first, <laughs> first Valkyrie that, at least that I ran into, but I don't see, because you get the, what do, what do you call it, the chisel or whatever that unlocks all the doors to the Valkyries. Yeah. Uh, the first Valkyrie, you can literally repost, I'm pretty sure, every single attack that they have. So it's like, if you just take the time to like, they only have like four or five moves, if even that, right? So if you just take the time to learn when to repost, it's like the easiest fight ever. I mean, like the repost window, especially in comparison to the Dark Souls, is so fucking generous in that game. It's just like, 
they just can't do anything. You just wait for them to come and you repost that it's done. Like, <laughs> okay, um, maybe I'll do at least one Valkyrie. But... Yeah, that, that Valkyrie, the first Valkyrie was pretty easy. They definitely do get significantly more frustrating. I mean, I definitely, I, I, grind, I ground, grinded, <laughs> I ground, I'm going to say ground. I ground a decent amount for uh, that last Valkyrie, the, the head of them. That was an intense fight. God of War is aging well in my head, mostly because the Valkyrie fights were good. The post-game <laughs> content was honestly maybe the highlight of that game, now that I'm thinking about it. Um, which is definitely not what you think, but that's okay. That's okay. It's, it's a game for everyone. That's how good that's it is. True. It transcends genres. Um, but yeah, so that's my, that's my super quick and dirty analysis. We've we definitely already talked about Uncharted before, um, so no, no real need to hit either of these super hard, but yeah, I I, I thought Uncharted 4, um, yeah, like I said, really fun to play, aged really well. When I played it over at your place, I was still surprised with how good it looks. So if you do have a PS4, maybe consider picking it up. It's probably dirt cheap at this point, so peace out soon. So Maxwell, what's taking the W wubby? That's the real question. <laughs> Stick bolt. Oh, I'm not surprised, but ooh, that's a spicy one to say for sure. It it was tough, um, but here's part of my face. reasoning. Um, Pokemon has done nothing to innovate since they released Red and Blue. Yeah, like as every game I have played is practically the exact same story, and they add new Pokemon and new areas to it, and that is it. But it is still turn-based combat. It maybe added a couple different moves, some different maybe Pokemon types. But it is the exact same game. And they had the opportunity to be great with their Nintendo Switch, like Open World one. And from what I've seen of it, not that exciting. Not not what it could have been. Um, and so for that, I just don't think Pokemon as a brand, even though it is as big as it is. Um, and back then, I mean, I'm reviewing Crystal, which was a pretty big game and pretty new still at the time. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's it's lost a little bit of luster for me. It's not like going back to it. Like I, I'm playing through it and I'm enjoying it. And like there's nostalgia there, but I'm still like this gameplay loop is grindy, but not necessarily so in a grindy. good way. Yeah, yeah, it's insanely grindy. Um, and, and for that, sick bold is every time you come down, it is quick, fast action. You just get right back into it. Um, the mechanics are tight. You can play it with other people. You can play it by yourself. Have fun both ways. Um, and it's and it's an indie developer, and I, I don't want to just give free points to indie developers because they have. It's more impressive what they can come up with versus like a big studio um, like Nintendo, um, but but I think it is fair. Like they, they they created this at Nordic Game Jam and then perfected it to have game mechanics that rival some of Nintendo's best games. Like they're tight. Um, yeah. And so for all of those reasons, Stickbold is my winner. You know, there was another game made by an indie developer that you might like. It's called Hollow Knight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's spicy. Um, maybe. 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 Team Cherry. Don't, Someday don't I'll, I'll come it. back to it. I'm hoping to get uh, a follow-up to Hollow Knight at some point, but we will see. I thought... Aren't they working on a sequel? Well, they've been saying that they're working on a sequel for like 18,000 years, it feels like, so... Well, as long as they Hollow Knight Silk Song. 
SQL is in development. Release date, TBD. Oh, my favorite, my favorite. But yeah, so they've been, they've been talking about it to my understanding for, for quite some time. What, February 2019 is what it said, so we're about two years now in development. Yeah, you can't, you can't rush perfection, man. I mean, it's a good game. I won't lie about that. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. But yeah, no, that, that, that'll be... I mean, everyone, you, you always want sequels to, to good games. That's why God of War Ragnarok. Let's get it. Horizon Forbidden West. Let's get it. I'm, I'm a little more nervous about the Age Zero D. Uh, I think God of War with that their combat system is pretty fun, so I think that that can hold up pretty easily. But I feel like Age Zero D is going to have to do something a little bit more crazy to get to get me hyped for it. I mean, if, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it. Don't get me wrong, but like uh, I just need to see some 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 species. If they can make the open world more engaging um, in Horizon, I think that's. Um, I, I was reading an article kind of discussing and I agreed with them on the you are kind it doesn't feel like you're in a living world it's kind of like you are the driving force of the world so things aren't happening without you interacting with them um, yeah. whereas in like Skyrim for example like crazy crap is happening all the time around oh, you it's so, it's so <laughs> insane um, so if they can if they can make it more dynamic of an open world and, and really improve on that um, is probably one of the biggest weaknesses of that game and then not mess up the things that were already great and they're still going to have to deliver a pretty incredible story um, which is going to be hard because That's what I'm saying. I think it's going to be hard hard for them to execute this really well but I'm excited to see what they tried to do because obviously HGRD was a surprise right so it's not like they haven't surprised me once already <laughs> Very true. And the, the Frozen Wilds expansion um, was, the, the story was pretty close to equally as exciting as the, the main story. Um, and so if, if they can kind of continue that, I think there's some spicy meatballs up the sleeves. But uh, Have they fixed the port to the PC at all? Or is that still Crunch Daddy Supreme? Um, it's better than Cyberpunk, so they got that going for it. <laughs> that, that, that just means that it can load, right? <laughs> yeah, it, they, you can play it. Um, I, I I know they're still releasing. I haven't seen anything since. Like, I, I haven't seen anyone do like a follow up on on the state it's in now. Um, yeah. But I I know they fixed a lot of the major things, but I I don't know what is still lagging behind on on the fixed sure. train, but. I'll look it up. I'll see if I can find anything for, for next time. I forgot what else I said. Oh, I said I was going to figure out what coffee it was. I should write it down before I forget. <laughs> coffee type and then HCRD port. There we go. Boom. Perfect. We already got content prepared for next week. Dude. This is how <laughs> Tech we had news. We're play. ready. But... Um, yeah. Anything else? GG's. Links below. Links below as always. Um, welcome back. 2021. We're glad to be here. And uh, each year is better than the last. Let me tell you. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, I guess, yeah, we'll, we'll leave it there. So thank you so much. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Juicy. Juicy. Thank you so much for sticking around to the end of today's podcast. 
It's been so great being back. We didn't realize how much we missed it, how much we missed all of you. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can, if you're on YouTube, you can go to the description below, figure out where to follow us. But we're on Instagram at Mo Video Games. We're uploading every Wednesday moving forward. We're recording live most Sundays. Sometimes it's other days. You never know. But if you follow us on Instagram and hit that notification bell on YouTube, you'll know exactly when we're going live. So get hyped for that. Thank you so much. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Doosie!